would it for this wine? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome Hello. to Forever 21. We are your hosts, Jeanette <laughs> and Sarah. <laughs> and we are going to be talking about side hustles. Yes, side hustles. Dude, so what's a side hustle? Well, a side hustle is something that supplies extra income in addition to a job. So right now is a great time. If you have a side hustle, be working that side hustle because jobs are... Mm. They're not they're not cool right now. <laughs> no. Now we're at I think ten million unemployed or people filed for unemployment. Oh geez. Yeah. yeah. I mean yeah, side hustles are really cool to um work on things that you enjoy doing for money, but I think also it's cool to talk about how not everyone does it for the money or oh, for yeah. income. Like some people do it for donating things. <laughs> um to it's their uh, passion project yeah their passion project or even just to like keep themselves busy after work yes. or yep. um even when you're just wanting to show your talents to the world um yeah, yeah. if you're crafty I mean let that let that shine I would mm-hmm. I love to support crafty folks <laughs> yeah I love going on um on Etsy just whenever I Uh, I'm looking for like a gift for my parents or for my friends just because I feel like it's more unique to be able to seek things out and like have them customized um, versus going to Target and buying another mug. (laughs) Oh, oh, totally. Yeah. You're supporting local or a friend and, you know, this might not be their full time job. I mean, some people, yeah, the the side hustle became the full hustle, but most people mm-hmm. just do it because they enjoy doing it. And I, I think that's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah, I can respect that. Although I am curious how some people work long, long hours or even just 40 hours a week and then still have the energy to oh, work yeah. on their craft. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, well, I used to do that, I guess, back in Virginia. <laughs> we used to – my friend and I had a dessert hummus business and we would – have to schedule times at a kitchen to make the hummus after work and we would have to coordinate with our schedules and then coordinate with the kitchen and then pay rent at the kitchen and that was like $200 a month and then we'd have to apply for markets and so we'd have to choose okay are we gonna be there can we be there this Saturday will they let us be there this Saturday is there a spot for us and then we'll we'll be there Wednesday do we have enough made for both days and it was it was um it was very intensive. We had to order a lot of stuff, get a lot of things approved, become like an LLC, I think we did. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was uh, going to ask, like, yeah. why did you have to like rent out a kitchen? Did you have to, like, is that part of? Yeah, if you make um, a food coding? product, yeah, you either get your own per- your, um, personal kitchen approved by an inspector or you have to rent out a kitchen and both of us had animals in the house and the only way you can get a home kitchen approved is if you have like a door that closes off the kitchen. Oh shoot. I didn't I don't know who has that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, that's that sounds really intense. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) At least in Virginia I know like maybe the laws are different elsewhere. But yeah, it was very intense and paying rent at my house and at a kitchen (laughs) was kind of Jeez dude, I don't know how you manage that, but I mean dope man i also i tried her hummus you guys and it tastes freaking amazing oh thank you oh it was i think it you was made fun <laughs> i think you made a uh, chocolate hummus one time when i was at your house i think you made it or was it oh cookies and cream i feel like that's like my go-to yeah. yes mm-hmm. oh my gosh and you made that right yeah oh so fucking good yes oh i miss it allison if you're listening like i miss the business with you but i'm sorry i moved wait I mean, we could do it one day. Wink. Oh, God. <laughs> one day soon. That, that sounds so cool. I feel like that would be really challenging, you know, just to make time as an adult. And also it would be really rewarding because you have people who are um, like admiring your work. In your yeah. Class. We had a little following and we had it on Instagram and Facebook and we updated our people and we made um, wedding favors for one of my friends and we uh the hummus was a wedding the wedding favorite at my wedding too <laughs> so oh. we had customized stickers that we ordered it was yeah 
Wow. I'm super, I've never had like a, I mean, I guess I've had a side hustle, AKA like a little part-time job during college, but I mean, I wouldn't really consider that a side hustle. I feel like that's just kind of my, my job. Um, but that's not to say that like people who work in customer service or even just other jobs that they don't consider their primary income, you know, that that can't be a side hustle. Oh yeah. Um, it can also be like babysitting. It can be having like a Poshmark uh, account and selling, you know, old clothes or even like making clothes, right? Don't people make clothes and sell it through there? I think so. for the Poshmark. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't know. Etsy. Yeah. Mia. Huh. Um, yeah. And then there's people that do like music gigs or like acting gigs. Oh, oh Yeah yeah it's super cool I feel like there's a lot of creative ideas like a lot of creative ways that people make their money um so I respect the hustle for sure lawn (laughs) mowing like high school lawn mowers dog walkers yes tutoring I I knew someone after college that would donate plasma routinely every couple of weeks or months and they would get 50 dollars each time uh which I guess isn't technically (sighs) donating but uh she's like yeah dude like this help this is my spending money for the week and so it's like oh you know cool <laughs> i mean you that's a do good way to look at it. it yeah yeah so i mean well whatever. what i learned when i was you know doing my little research on side hustles is that um according to bank rate website 59 percent of people that have a side hustle use that money as their disposable income which wow yeah I thought it, I don't know, I kind of thought it might be a little higher than that. And so they were saying 38% use it to make um, their expenses. So it's, I mean. Wow, to like make ends meet? Yeah, so it's. Whoa. Yeah. And there's another fact that I was seeing that um, according to Experian, 50% of millennials have a side hustle. It's just like, damn. <laughs> like, oh, <shit>. yes. <laughs> That's wild. 50%. That makes me feel like such a loser. <laughs> <laughs> you are too busy with your real hustle <laughs> I mean yeah but I also am off at I'm off at two o'clock every day so I think I have time <laughs> oh but you're like awake at like what time do you wake up five ew <laughs> I know it's god awful but I mean let's be real I have the time I what time do you go to bed shit I couldn't oh my god I go to bed at like 12 30 every night it's horrible oh my god so you're running on like four hours of sleep a day constantly exhausted oh my god <laughs> okay um, no there was one good, side hustle there, <laughs> there was one side hustle that I wanted to bring up like it's actually the one side hustle that I like I respect it but also it annoys the living hell out of me but it's oh. a fucking pyramid scheme <laughs> literally no I don't want to take your little diet shakes or whatever the no. hell you're selling oh I don't want to no. buy up your knockoff purse I don't want to host a party at my house for people to buy your knockoff purses like oh my god oh. yes I don't want Tupperware like so okay those aren't a thing anymore but for sure like I definitely think my mom went to one of those like Tupperware parties <laughs> and like why did you need to buy like customizable Tupperware like just <laughs> and it's like, like literally the same shit you can buy at Macy's yeah like like wh- why is this a thing and then you like and then you join I don't know it's a cult like pyramid schemes are for sure a cult it's a cold. <laughs> Which we could shake. I mean, we could definitely have a whole episode on this. I I haven't been affected, but I would love to talk to someone that has been negatively affected by a pyramid scheme. <laughs> My favorite is I think the most um like famous pyramid scheme that I've seen come up consistently is Rodan and Fields. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake, dude. I can't. <laughs> I see, I swear, I see people saying, like, if I get this amount of people on my team, like, we can all get a car, or like, a pink car, and it's like, no, girl. Oh, kind of like Mary Kay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. Um, But they're like, I got to pick my dream car, and it's like, yeah, but if you stop doing these pyramid schemes, I can guarantee that car's not going to be yours, so you're in a Right. Well, there's, like, they have to, like, sell so many products, and then if they don't, then they get, like, in trouble. Like, not in trouble, but they just have to owe money i'm pretty sure so like the amount of people that i think actually lose money is like i mean it's got to be like a high percentage like above 75 percent, i would say lose money oh 
Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to. So I've looked into it. There was a point in time where I was considering because <laughs> I was like, the girl needs money. You know, I don't have to do anything besides post shit on my social media and like order things <laughs> online. Um, but then when I kind of looked into it, like you have to put down a fat like deposit to for mm-hmm. one get the equipment and then on top of that like what if you can't sell or what if like your social media following following isn't big you know like I'm always shocked when I see or like when I come across people on social media who are like working through a pyramid scheme and they're talking about their experience and how they're making like millions of dollars Jeez. and it's like I'm fucking sure you're probably having like your own family buy your shit who knows yeah know. oh <laughs> my god and it's just yeah I mean how do you know that many people too that like are interested yeah. in the product yeah it's like why are they only gonna buy your products like when they can buy through another seller I don't know I have a lot of feelings about it I just I get annoyed when I get those messages on Instagram from people saying like do you want to join my team it's only xyz amount of money and it's like oh yeah it's only two thousand dollars to put down like because i'm just gonna whip that oh. out of my ass yeah <laughs> no 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 please no 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 to uh pyramid <laughs> schemes we want we want crafts and we want landscaping business home repair personal services those kind of side hustles yes yes i've always wondered though like so actually, so let me start with this. So we ha- we actually have a special guest, you guys, and so she's gonna talk to us about her side hustle. Um, but her I, like I'll I'll save it for her to tell her story. But um, I know that she sells products, and so I'm curious, like if it ends up evening out, uh, like your wallet and your expenses ends up evening evening out with like what you're selling. Does that make sense? So like, if you're making expensive? a profit, yeah, yeah. But like, how long does it? take to make profit or like how do you have to like market yourself to have people buy your stuff you know oh totally I think we had that problem where when I started the the hummus with business with my friend Alice and we didn't really write down like what we were spending money on until we were like oh we should probably do that and then we did a spreadsheet but we never caught up with it and so we never knew like did we actually make money from this like (laughs) venture not sure was it fun yeah but uh I mean food is definitely one of the harder ones to sell just because there's so many hoops to jump through and it can go bad (laughs) so and then you have to like constantly buy like weekly because things could go bad yeah I was gonna say I'm sure like especially if you need to have um you know you have to have a license or I don't I actually don't know what it's called but you have to have it approved by the state don't you to sell food products or the government yes we need to get some permit yeah Yeah. you need a you need a permit and uh yeah I'm sure you have to like date things and you have to throw things out after you haven't sold it after a couple you know a couple of yeah you have to list the ingredients legally um it was annoying (laughs) and like we had so many different flavors so we had to get every we had to submit every flavor um yeah and what else I mean there's just a lot like um you know a craft is pretty easy because you can just kind of sell it and (laughs) don't really need to get approved and you can store it in any place because that's fine like we had to don't think we had to keep anything there but there I mean there are definitely some people that what what they're making actually no we had to refrigerate of course we had to refrigerate it Mm-hmm. So we had to refrigerate it there. Yeah, there were just lots of hoops. Side oh. hustles are hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds like it. it it's a lot of work. But um, they're, re- they're really, really fun. And I'm excited to talk to our guest today about why she started hers. I know, yes. I, I have so many questions for her. Yeah. I tried to, um, there was a point in time where I tried to have a side hustle. And because I actually really enjoy playing with makeup. And I'm not great at it, you guys. Okay, like you are makeup. amazing at it. Uh, okay, like I can do very <laughs> basic looks, but I had a, a thought in time because my sister-in-law does aerial silks, and so I did her makeup oh. for her her um, student show, and so she was saying, you know, like it'd be really cool if you can do people's makeup, whether it's to go out or like have weddings or whatever, and you can charge them or like make profit off of it which I think would be great because you know you don't really need to be continuously buying things but I don't know how to navigate that like do I have to buy everybody's foundation color or do they bring it to me 
like how does this work um and also I just got kind of shy because I felt very like I feel like I'm not great at it like I'm not at professional standards so I feel like if I created an Instagram with makeup looks people would be like girl that cut crease sucks shut your business down (laughs) anyways um yeah I really want to bring on our guest so she can talk about her side hustle and just what she does and what her intention is around it guys without further ado this is Becca hi Hi. (laughs) hello uh so do you want to kind of tell us what your side hustle is yeah absolutely so um I back in November no uh uh October? Man, God, the months are really just blending together. I guess October. Um, I started an Etsy shop called Rhombus Earrings, where I make and sell uh, earrings that are primarily made out of polymer clay, but I also use um, brass pieces and uh, gold hooks and um, a few other mediums, but primarily clay. And uh, yeah, that's been a, a little side hustle of mine since then uh I started yeah I started my shop in October but I um started like playing around with clay and making earrings probably in July uh and that's when uh yeah I kind of realized oh like I could uh potentially make my money back from this which would be really nice because I uh spent a lot (laughs) when I first got started Ooh, yeah that's kind of something we want to ask like have you started seeing the profit? Yeah. Or when did you see the okay, profit? Okay, so when I first, I think like um, the initial buy of everything um, was probably like like a hundred bucks. It really wasn't that much, um, but that's because I didn't know what I was doing. So I ordered um, polymer clay like from Amazon, whatever like Amazon's choice is, and like it's completely like brandless, like uh and it's horrible quality and I didn't realize it until um I started like doing more research and um figuring out uh you know that the stuff that costs more is way more worth it um but yeah it it was definitely like a trial and error period so um yeah probably like a hundred dollars to get started for the first like month. And then um, pretty quickly, I started ramping that up, buying more expensive things, buying um, uh, bigger quantities because I didn't want to uh, do a bunch of orders and have to pay shipping all over again. I'd rather just like buy in bulk once. Um, All in like to date, I've probably spent like Ugh, like seven hundred or eight hundred dollars on all of my materials, which Ooh. yeah is definitely um not insignificant and not at all what I thought I was going to put into it when um I decided to start doing it. Um, I thought it was gonna be like a fifty dollar like one time. <laughs> like I honestly thought that I would just like make a couple pairs for myself because I like earrings. Um. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and then I just like is that so how did it start? Okay, um I it was one of the Instagram accounts, Sarah, that you follow and you told me to follow her. And um Pieces Pieces by by Lauren. Lauren. Yeah, and she like (laughs) primarily sells um like vintage clothes on her Instagram stories, which I think is so cool. Like what a cool side hustle. I'd love to do that myself. Um why don't you do that? Oh Jeanette, we could do that one though too. We like making Portland making clothes. (laughs) No, no, you buy vintage or you like find vintage clothes at like estate sales and stuff. Yeah. And then you basically like curate like your own vintage closet and then you like sell them um, on your platform. So you're just yes. reselling. But uh, yeah, like it sounds like so much fun. And like, I bet she, I mean, I have no idea, but I feel like she would make like a decent living doing that because she'll post some shirts for like, I'm like yeah like I would totally buy that for that amount that is how much I like it but who knows how much she's getting it for if she's going to an estate sale like you know it could be you know pennies on the dollar so yeah that's a good way to make money but I digress um because she um then got into making polymer clay earrings and she posted on Instagram a photo of like all these earrings she had just made and Um, and I think like on average she was selling them for like 30, $32. And I was like, 
Oh my God. Like I cannot live without one of these pairs. I absolutely love them. Unlike anything I've seen before. I really like big statement, geometric, colorful, um, very my style. So I ordered a pair and, uh, with shipping and everything, it was $36. And when I got them, I was like, wow, I really love these earrings, but I think I could make these. And I think like I could make them for way less, you know, cause I'd be doing it at cost. Like the, it would be my time. Um, and I don't care spending my time on earrings that I'm going to wear. Like I'll put hours into that. Um, so yeah, that's basically what I did. I went on Amazon, uh, like pretty much immediately. And I bought uh, a bunch of polymer clay. I bought, um, hooks and jump rings, which are basically like the connector pieces, what those are called. Um, and, uh, yeah, like that's kind of how I got started. And then as soon as I, uh, started playing around, I really quickly realized like, uh, that what I got was not, um, the best and that I needed to upgrade if I was going to get, well, not even if I was going to get serious, but if I was actually going to like wear these earrings myself and be proud of how they looked. Um, yeah, which is when I decided to like invest more money into it. And then at the point that I put like $200, $300 in, I think I thought to myself, you know what, like, that's a lot of money. Um, I have now so much material to make so many pairs and I enjoy doing it so much and people have already commented and said oh my god like could you make me a pair and like I was just giving them away um wow that's so nice yeah I like it didn't click you know like for some (laughs) reason I was like well I'm just like investing in myself and my own happiness like three hundred dollars to like have a pastime after work to like feel productive and make something like that's worth it to me I don't care if I'm making money um but then of course you like do the numbers and you realize that you spent three hundred dollars and you're like oh my god <laughs> you're like well shit I guess I should uh start charging yeah. for this <laughs> yeah t- yeah time time to sell all my life that's my exactly like, like what it was yeah and then I had like you know some of my girlfriends come through and I had all of my um earrings hanging up on my I have like um this windowsill that's like slatted which is like perfect to kind of have like a little display for your earrings so I had like 50 pairs of earrings like just on one of my windowsills and then my friends would come over to my room and be like oh my god I love this pair and I was like I'll just take it like (laughs) I, I yeah I just made it it was fun um yeah so then I was like okay I could sell them and since I already like don't like this is not going to be my job like it's going to be a little side hustle I don't need to sell them for like a huge markup especially because I still feel like I'm still learning and still like getting my feet under me and um kind of figuring out the process as I go so um I don't sell them for very much I sell them like uh, between like 16 and $22 per pair, which, uh, is pretty low actually, um, based on the market. Like I see them between like 25 and 40 typically. So I'm definitely on the lower end. Um, but I also haven't invested a lot of money in some of the bigger tools that I know, um, some people who do do it for a living have done. Like they have these fancy roller machines that are like a thousand dollars and they have like Sanders people have like insane stuff and like they come out with an insane product and I think like a lot of those people it is like more of an income situation for them than it is for me um so I'm at this point I'm like not willing to invest in those things but I don't know maybe at some point if I like won the lottery I'd be like what the hell like I'll I'll get I'll get them um sure um Did you research like what other people have to know about these? Yeah. So, um, when I decided to start selling them, I, uh, created an Instagram first and I started like posting, um, like, Ooh, and Etsy's coming like wait, uh, you know, for the launch, like doing a countdown or whatever. Um, and then I started following all of the other people that do the same thing. I actually, I didn't realize that it was such like a large community of people who make clay earrings. And I'm not going to lie. It was like kind of a bummer. Um, Cause I was like, I like oh no. cornered the market. Um, like everyone's going to want these. These are like fly off the shelves. Um, no, because there are an endless supply of, uh, 
polymer clay earring Etsy shops. <laughs> um, and a lot of them have been at it for like, maybe not years, because I do think it's like a relatively new trend, but like a year um, or significantly longer than me, in other words. So um, yeah, I was like really overwhelmed and was like, wow, like, should I even do this? Because theirs look so good. Um, I do think mine like do look unique as I'm sure everyone um, thinks that theirs look unique. But um, yeah, I decided to do it anyway. And uh, yeah, as soon as I launched my Instagram, I did kind of um, go through everyone else's pages and see like what their process is, what kind of tools they have, um, which is when I learned like just how inferior I really was. Um, but oh, it, stop I know I don't want to, I mean, <laughs> I, I want to be both like transparent. I don't want to like be self-deprecating, but also like to be completely <laughs> transparent, like this for me is a side hustle. And, uh, is not at all like on par with the people who do it for a living. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I just want to say that I've seen your work because we have you on Instagram and all your earrings are super cute. And ah. I feel like if I didn't know that you were like, this was a side hustle, I would think that these are like professionally made. And so I feel like that's even more of a reason to, I'm not saying like up your price, but I feel like handmade <laughs> is more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's more admirable to me because you're putting more, like, energy into it and it's more, like, customized versus, like, what a, a tool or a machine can do, you know? So Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I do, like, um, something that I really like about my process is that every single earring is completely different. Like, a lot of the people that do it as more of a living, um, they'll create, like, large clay slabs um, and then they cut out, like, 10 or 20 pairs of earrings out of the same slab. Um, and then that way, you know, it makes sense if some, if there's like a really popular style, they have 20 pairs. Uh, so they're able to sell more that way, but I make each one like completely, totally unique. I do one pair of slabs, um, because I like doing it. It's fun for me. It's like almost like therapeutic. Um, and I feel like, uh, if I did it, in a way that was like, okay, got to keep like my eye on the prize, got to make sure I'm like, maximizing my time and making them in bulk, I wouldn't enjoy it half as much as I do. Um, just doing it for fun and like making each one cool and uh, unique in its own way. So that means a lot to me that you said that. Thank you. Oh my god, no problem. I want to buy a pair. I'm like looking at them right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm doing the same. Oh my, my god. <laughs> Wait, yeah, so I just. You need to. Oh, I was gonna say, what about your? Because I mean, honestly, your whole site just looks so professional, and so I noticed that you have like a little logo. How did you? <laughs> how did that come to be? My incredible roommate Andrew is actually. Um, he's an animator. He works at Snapchat, but he um uh also does like some illustrations and some drawings and um both of my roommates who are both guys have like 100% gotten so behind me as soon as I started doing this they were like how can I build your website can I do anything for you like can I take photos for you what can I do um which is amazing <laughs> and uh yeah so I was like Andrew if you could make me a logo that would be top notch um and he just like whipped something right up I told him I wanted something like very geometric um and it is like the cutest little logo I'm obsessed with it I love the little heart for the bee yeah the little heart I know it's my yeah it's my favorite part <laughs> and you have like a little earring carry I don't know what they're called but the little earring carry yeah yeah earring cards mm -hmm. yeah I actually I try to support other small Etsy businesses when I can through my own business so um, that is, uh, my earring cards are made from um, a small printing business called Homegrown Gems that's in, I think, Phoenix, Arizona. Um, so yeah, I get those from Etsy. A lot of my brass pieces um, I get from manufacturers who primarily sell through Etsy. Um, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I don't want to order from Amazon anymore if I can help it because they, Jeff doesn't need my money. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. No. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so it's like, can't relate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. Do you feel like, um, uh. Becca, like, do you feel like this has helped you kind of not like find yourself, but do you feel like it's kind of giving you, uh, I don't know, like 
purpose in terms of like keeping yourself mm-hmm. busy or keeping yourself productive oh or kind of having that idea in your head that you're like giving to other people? 100%. Um, honestly, it was something that I really, really struggled with because um, in my normal day-to-day life, I work in production. So I um, have a lot of 12 to 14 hour days where I'm on set or I'm prepping or I'm wrapping or I'm working on a shoot. And uh, I just never felt like I gave myself any me time. And uh, that was like starting to really get to me. I didn't feel like I had a creative outlet. And I felt like the people around me had found theirs already. And I was like, when I go home, you know, I eat, I hang out with my friends, like, you know, I'll watch something on Netflix, I'll usually just pass out. Um, And I wanted something that yeah, like made me feel productive, and creative at the same time. Um, so when I found it, I really like was so thankful that I like just stumbled upon this thing that I happened to fall in love with because it has, um, definitely given me a purpose, especially right now, like in the last Mm -hmm. month being quarantined in my house and I'm not working from home right now. I, um, was furloughed because there's nothing I can do from home. Like I need to be in the office. Mm -hmm. So I am just like at home like you know it's it's really tough like both of my roommates are working and um yeah if I didn't have earrings or you know something to do every day that made me feel like I had a purpose I think I would go insane oh god yeah I feel like that's so cool that you have this to I mean obviously like it sounds like you're doing it for you know you're passionate about it and you enjoy doing it and it's a creative outlet but I would imagine that if you didn't have this, it'd feel very like boring. <laughs> every day yeah. Like, what do I do with my time? It really would. Like, I mean, I'm reading a lot. I'm trying to cook, but like, yeah, having this is um, so incredible. And I, um, I just, it's actually really funny that we're doing um, this recording today because I just launched on Instagram, this campaign where for the next four weeks, Uh, I'm going to be donating 100% of the profits from Rhombus Earrings to um, a different charity that I'm going to highlight on um, every Monday for the rest of the month. So, uh, yes, I love it. I'm really, really excited about it um, because honestly, I I'm very lucky to be in a position right now where um, I like financially, I'm okay. I did. I lost my job, but I. I'm on unemployment, you know, things are okay for me. And I know that that's not the case for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And um, I just felt like there had to be some way for me to give back. But at the same time, I don't really want to dip into my savings because that is kind of risky, you know, like I'm, I'm doing okay, and I'm making money, but I was just a little bit nervous to, um, to give any like, personal funds, but I figured, okay, well, I have this little side hustle. I'm profitable. I've made a little bit of money. You know, I've um, gotten the money back from everything I've currently bought. So I'm at cost. I should just, I should just donate 100% of the money. And like, that would, um, that would make the people who are purchasing my earrings feel good. It would make me feel good. It would help the uh, organizations that I'm highlighting. It was just a win-win-win. So yeah, I'm really excited about it. That is so sweet of you. I that makes me want to go buy like yeah. a million pairs from you, which I doubt you have a million pairs, but I mean I want to go buy all your earrings now. Oh my god, I have you, you need inventory. to keep uploading more and more. I know. I get get to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm start I just um got all of my pieces in to start making studs because I know that some people are more uh, into the dainty looking earring because I am definitely like I'm big statement bold. Um, because I have long curly hair, so I feel like it works for my face to have statement earrings, but not everyone is like that. So I'm trying to, yeah, make my products more um, universally beloved. And um, yeah, I think I'm just gonna try to crank out a lot of new styles and use this time to my benefit to really like flex that creative muscle. And then um, yeah, hopefully do a lot of sales and do some social good. I do have like way too many earrings hanging in my room right now than is uh good for me I need to get rid of some inventory wow that's that's really inspiring Becca like I 
that makes me want to go do something with my with my time. dude you gotta <laughs> this is I just like stumbled upon this like so randomly I mean it would be so easy to do with any other medium like absolutely do it whatever it is wow that's awesome dude why don't and you never were really into like crafts like that before no I like never really considered myself a creative person I've always thought I was more like administrative organizational um yeah like I work in a creative field but I don't have a creative position within that field um so yeah I always like just yeah I just never considered myself very creative but now um I can no longer say that and that also feels good it gives me a sense of satisfaction Wow, we love a universal queen. <laughs> oh, we gosh. stand a universal queen. Also, for anyone who can't tell, we're sisters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening. I mean, who knows who, whose voice I is know, literally. I'm like, who's but... talking? <laughs> I laugh. That sounds similar, Sarah. I think primarily, but also Jeanette. I think you have a similar laugh to both of us as well. Wait, really? Oh my god, I'm so honored. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a Richin now. So. You're a Richin. Absolutely. <laughs> Welcome to the fam. Good to Thank have you. Thank you so much. I'm honored. Becca. <laughs> I have I have some questions, yes. Becca. Be with them. I'm ready. All right. Um, well, <laughs> uh, what's like the shipping like? Do you lose money that way? Um, yeah. So the shipping cost is automatically added um, from Etsy. Literally, it's so easy. All I do is I, um, when I'm listing every pair, I just put uh, the zip code that I'm going to be sending them out from and uh, my shipping time. And then, yeah, it'll calculate it for me. I think on average, it's about $3.05 to ship every pair. I do purchase um, like shipping envelopes and boxes and I have a bunch of different colors of ribbon um, so I can, I give everyone a little gift box. Cause I think like probably 50% of my purchases are gifts for other people. Aww. Um, so I try to gift wrap all of them and that's, that comes out of my cost. Um, but that's fine. Honestly, like if I'm still profitable, it's the little things that matter. It is the little <laughs> stuff. I do find that like the pe- people who, um, review me on Etsy do like tend to mention the packaging and how that's like a, a nice little added thing for them um yeah especially because I'm mostly doing it for fun as long as I'm making my money back like that's fine <laughs> yeah wow that's so cool oh I I I honestly love the packaging I think it's great I think all your designs are amazing and I'm very proud doing this awesome thing I especially I mean I'm really happy that you have this outlet right now uh because this is week five of being at home and yeah you know like without like a I I've been really crafty this whole time and I know I mean you and I are watching the same (laughs) yeah we're binging desperate housewives right now oh god just I keep hearing about that one of my friends has been telling me to watch it and I've been really stuck on all American on Netflix oh yeah yeah, so, you should watch. Oh, I don't. Oh, desperate. Oh, I mean, there's eight extremely long seasons. Like oh, you okay. can easily get yeah. through the quarantine <laughs> on this one show. Oh, I'm so into it. I've been. Yeah. Yes, I, I'm into it because I have. As an honorary rich and sister, it's actually it's required viewing. Um, <laughs> it's my initiation. But you have to start crafting while yeah. you do it. You need to like find out what is your what is your passion. Yeah, craft. what's your medium? If Sarah I'm still, has clay, I'm still trying to figure if, that out. What's yeah, okay? I, sorry, if I have clay, Sarah has. I I want to say fabric. You're really into sewing right now, yes? Well, I've been I've been make I uh, hemmed like three tank tops today, but I did those um those cards. I don't know. I just, and, and then I was doing the cross stitch. We love a cross so, medium about, queen. Yes. We love okay. creative queens. <laughs> Wait, Jeanette, then you are the makeup. Oh, I guess I do love queen. to do makeup, but I was, like, I was telling Sarah that I'm not very good at it. I just like, I'm really good at eyeliner. That's the only thing I'll give myself, but I'm working on the whole eyeshadow thing. Um, but I don't know. I'm just like, 
I guess this is one of my questions to you. Like, did you ever feel intimidated by social media? Because that's one of my biggest <laughs> things of like people in high school coming <laughs> onto my creative page and they're just like, this bitch sucks. Like, why is she selling her craft right now? Hey, dude. Yes. This is a good story. Becca. <laughs> what? What? This is your imposter oh, syndrome. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I have insane imposter syndrome Um, all the time. I literally like, there are a few very specific Instagram accounts that like, I like try to avoid because they have such an incredible product that I want to buy. And I'm like, I can't buy this. Like I could make it um, if I tried hard enough, but um, yeah, I get imposter syndrome all the time. Um, I honestly, you should have seen my first earring. I thought it was so cute. I like showed it off to my roommates and all of my friends like, Oh my God, I made this earring. I I wore it guys, I literally wore this earring and I like months ago, I like threw it away. It was so <gasps> ugly. And I don't know <laughs> what I was thinking when I was wearing it. They were ghastly. Um, but oh yeah, God. I mean, I've gotten way better. So like I've seen, I've definitely seen myself improve, which, uh, also feels very rewarding, but, um, yeah, I've thought about throwing in the towel quite a few times because I see some of these designs that some of these people come up with and like, I never would have thought about that. Even if I had thought of it, I would have been like, that's impossible because I can't possibly make something that beautiful. Like, oh my God. Uh, it can be, yeah, pretty crushing occasionally. Um, no, but for the most part, I, uh, I try, I maybe take like a day or two off, uh, lick my wounds and then come back <laughs> to it. <laughs> you have to like pep yourself or like pep talk yourself you're just like i am amazing i am a fucking bombshell and everyone's gonna buy my earrings once they come across my page i feel like that's something i need to do what i have to tell myself i also have to tell myself that like most of my customers they don't know that there's this like huge community of people out there like my customers customers are my customers because either i know them or someone I know knows them, or someone I know knows them who knows them. Like, it's, you know, I can usually trace it back to, like, three degrees of separation from myself. So, um, the people who are buying my earrings. So, they're not, like, polymer clay earring goddesses that just, like, are finding me because they love the pro like the product. They are finding it because they know someone who knows someone who talked about it. So I have to kind of remind myself that that's a thing. And like, I'm not gonna, you know, the people who are buying my earrings are gonna be like, Oh my god, these are so much worse than the other ones that I got from this person who charged me twice as much. Like, they don't know that other ones exist. Oh, God. Yeah. That's so true. And it's all it's, you know, no matter what job you're in, it kind of seems like it's yeah, it's really who you know, it's all about connections. Also, a nice like unexpected thing that's come out of this is I've like reconnected with a lot of people who have found my page um liked it favorited my shop on Etsy um placed an order and I'm like oh my god this person like from eight years in my past ordered a pair of earrings like uh you know presumably both to support me and also because they like the product but um it's kind of a cool way to like bring people back into your life. And I've had people reach out to me and say, wow, I found these. These are awesome. Thank you so much. Whether they buy them or not, it doesn't matter. Uh, I just like um, hearing that people like it. Like I just, yeah, it just gives me a, a lot of pride oh, and happiness to, I yeah. That. That's know, people so People are like cool. connecting with it. Ugh, I was going to ask, like, can you see? I'm who, ready to tell I was gonna say, Can you see who orders your stuff? But it sounds like you can. That'd be really I like, can. satisfying for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see who orders them. Um, yeah, it is really satisfying, especially in my first like 24 hours. I got orders from like the craziest people. I knew all of them, but I was like, oh my God, like haven't talked to this person in five years. So nice of them. Um, or it's like one of my distant acquaintances, siblings. And it's like, wow, like that is incredibly kind because presumably this acquaintance of mine sent it, like sent the link to their sibling. How else would they have found it? You know, um, there are cool ways to, yeah, kind of trace it back and, and figure out how they found you. But um, the coolest thing is definitely when I get an order from someone that uh, I don't know and I can't trace them back um, through anyone. 
Uh, I one time, um, I was running a sale and I got an order for six earrings from this one girl who I have no idea who she is. Um, and she said, Oh my God, I love these earrings so much. I'm actually buying them for my bridesmaids to wear. <gasps> oh, <laughs> and that was really special. That's yeah. Amazing. Cause they're going to be wearing them on her wedding day and they're going to have photos. Like that just makes me so happy. Yeah. Oh um, but also fuels the imposter syndrome a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But I also feel like that'd be super like encouraging for you. Cause you're like, Oh shit. People like my stuff. So yeah it's definitely of them in their wedding pictures but that does not make sense. yeah it's definitely a double-edged sword like it definitely uh also is like very validating and like oh I'm not crazy people do like this like stop second guessing yourself wow Becca you're the coolest human yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are you Sarah it's it's, it's fine you're good <laughs> oh well yeah thanks. we are one in the same yeah no it's really cool to hear um the like comparisons between a side hustle like how how it's different than a normal job but how it's also like pretty similar you know with feeling like maybe you're not good enough or you know getting that validation from something that was really special mm-hmm. that happened it's it's really weird that a side hustle even though it's your passion or whatever people are doing as their side hustle it can still sneak up on you and attack your confidence like go oh away. my god 100 percent. and I like <laughs> I questioned it a little bit when I even made it um, into a business because uh, I did like, there have been a couple times where I've like gotten um, a few orders in a day and I was really busy with work. And I was like, Oh my God, when am I going to get to um, fulfilling these shipments? And I only have three days to do it. Like, what if I'm late? Blah, blah, blah. Um, one time I had someone who got a pair of earrings and they'd broken um, in shipping and I felt really bad and like had, you know, we dealt with that. Um, and it's like the business side of things that it's made me question like, oh, should I really have even like started this Etsy page? Is it too much for me right now? Um, and I've, I've definitely second guessed it um, on that end too, like if it's good for me. But um, ultimately, yes, like there are a few like, you know, there's there's hills and valleys to everything. Um, so I've had to climb a few hills but yeah for the most part it's very uh very worth it despite all of those like general like housekeeping things that I kind of have to um keep on myself about wow damn talk about like accountability too I feel like that's a whole whole yeah you're just like I need to have this done by today like I have these deadlines or I need to send this out tomorrow Mm -hmm. absolutely it's yeah accountability is something that I really struggle with in my life in almost every aspect um, and it's something that I really want to work on. So I am hopefully going to get better at accountability through like giving myself a reason to have to be accountable, um, like being accountable to my customers. Well, do you feel like it's already helped? Well, yeah, probably. Um, yeah, because I like have a deadline, like I don't want to ship something out late because that makes me look bad. And also like, yeah. you know, this person like, they gave me their money. They want this product. Like there is definitely a sense of urgency to that. Um, so yeah, I think it has helped. I don't know if it's bled into like the other facets of my life that I'd like to be more accountable for, for to myself. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> that would have been awesome. But uh, yeah, I think it's probably helping. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm going to say yes. What a queen. Becca, what's the plug? What's your Insta? What's your Etsy page? Like, let the people know. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, wait. Before I do that, have you seen Hot Ones? Hot Ones? Uh, yes. Okay, it's a, a, yeah, it's a YouTube show um, where this guy interviews celebrities and uh, they have to eat increasingly hot hot wings and he interviews them. It's like one question per wing. Um, And you start with Siraja. You would love it. <laughs> you would love it. Um, by the end, like you want it's like incredibly hot, hot sauce. It's like the celebs like, you know, are crying and they can't talk anymore. And it's so fun. Um, and that guy, Sean Evans, who hosts that show, he always goes, what's your plug? Like, what's going on? Like, you just had a very similar um, like disposition. I <laughs> was it. So much. That feels amazing. <laughs> yeah. Are you, uh, are you a I am. Do you do <laughs> podcasts? Are you in media? Oh my god, I guess I am. I never thought you're of a media. That yeah, you're a media queen. This is oh my god, there we have a side hustle. 
dude yeah you're you're talking about yourself like oh I gotta start something like what you've started something already and it's amazing oh god here we are (laughs) oh um but okay you can find me um on instagram at rhombus earrings and you can find me on etsy my uh url is rhombus earrings dot etsy dot com um and that's rhombus like the shape (laughs) r-h-o-m-b not the other other rhombus the other one you were thinking of um but the shape (laughs) not a parallelogram (laughs) but rather a rhombus not a trapezoid correct (laughs) um if you're thinking trapezoid you're thinking wrong redirect yourself because you're in the wrong yeah you're in the wrong place. rhombus yeah my my roommates um call me rhombus uh that's like a nickname that they had for me which um it was rebecca and then it was rebus and then it was ryan's Prebus, and then it was <laughs> rhombus um and uh, it just you seemed like a name for yourself <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it was a very natural progression um yeah it. Wow. Well, thanks cool. so much for speaking with us, Becca. You're Dude, yeah, this is amazing talking <laughs> Thank to you. you so much for having me. This was the highlight of my day. Oh, what a queen. I feel oh, like, dude, it'd be really God. cool if you can like film the process of you making a set of earrings because I definitely would watch that. Um, absolutely. I actually, uh, I had a friend of mine reach out today and say she would like me to like do a live um, Instagram thing where I'm like showing the process, but here's the sitch. Um, I'm a little camera shy and, uh, that would make me really nervous. So we'll see. Um, maybe at some point during this quarantine, I just go so crazy that I do it. Um, but yeah, (laughs) you could do, I mean, just like set up the camera. It's not facing you. And then you can do like a time lapse. Yeah. Yeah, I think in the background, so you don't even have to talk. You could just do like your hands in the process. Yeah. I might, yeah. yeah. If it's not live, I'll definitely, it'll be more likely for me to do it if it's not live. So yes, um, yeah, that's a good idea. And yeah, I'll, I'll probably end up doing that in the next month. Yes. Okay. I'm cool. Gonna go we are looking and, forward uh, to it. Everybody else should too. 100% of our proceeds are going towards charities. And so mm-hmm. we, we need to support it, especially during these unprecedented times. Uh, unprecedented times <laughs> absolutely yeah mm-hmm. yes. all right cool. guys thank you thank you thank you thanks <laughs> okay bye love you sarah well i'll talk to you next time <laughs> love you next <laughs>